Ain't nobody take my pride. Can't nobody hold us down. Oh no, we got to keep on moving. Hey, Puff Daddy and Mace. The spirit of Puff Daddy and Mace. Recently, I've been thinking, I've been wanting to go, I've been trying to get like a, a, a medium place between going ham as fuck, like Tupac, but also revenge with success like Puff Daddy and Mace definitely so I'm trying to find that place because you know once I get on one <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah. man's like a ball um, but a uh, quick quick thing before we even get on to anything like that I just want to say at, from the jump um, number one welcome to pull up that podcast episode four for um, in, that's a for, month that's a that's a big deal and i just want to say big up to everybody that's been listening and subscribers and just yeah. and people that have reached out to us personally like man's been receiving texts and stuff and uh facebook messages yeah. with screenshots yeah. in regards to the history of right. stuff people are quoting things to me that i didn't even remember Fam- that yes. i said even when this this peak thing happens like josh quoted yes yeah, like it's like when khalid said this that and the yeah. other and i was like yeah but man, man did say that that was real it's and real like, talk out here and bro. like i got like eve big up eve like she'd be texting me like saying oh yeah you know some real meaningful texts about you know how much the podcast is meant to her and, yeah. and also just texts about how jokes it is it's like yeah, do you know what our last up. text was it's like i love how you guys how much you guys love poirot like it's so <laughs> jokes <laughs> yeah it's it's very it's very funny yeah. so um but yeah i just want to because really like the numbers have been going up as well of people listening mm-hmm. like in terms of like the last one in like a d- less than a day it got like half as much as the ones that had been up for two weeks yeah and now it's almost at the same ones that have been up for like the last and like three weeks we're getting stronger two weeks. and stronger like, yeah i'm having uh, the, the the good thing is that people that i would not expect to have listened to it or paid attention yeah they're hitting me up and saying I've listened to it and what, what, what. Like this morning, man started my shift and my brethren came up to me and was like, yo, like, man, listening to your podcast, you know, it's it's funny still. It's funny, uh, you know. <laughs> but I'm like, rah, like, how did Big you up. know? Obviously, I post it on my socials and yes, whatnot. Yes, yes. I would have uh, known, you know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. the, that's the love because it's like we, it's almost as though we have these open conversations. I've said this yeah. to you as well when we were talking on the phone. Like we have these open conversations and it's almost as though we're inspiring people to talk. We're yes. inspiring people to open up and be free. And it's like every week that goes on, I feel it's my favourite episode because it's like I I get to discover yeah. a part about you, you discover something about yeah, me, but then we share that, things that we would never have shared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel that, man. Like I'm, I think we've had... I was thinking the other day, I think we've had some moments where I feel like I've become, like, you're one of my, like, best brethren's but I feel like man's become even better bridges just for some moments. Yeah. Like that cat returns moment. Bro, that was a moment because I was but like, bro, man been on this thing. I didn't even knew I was, I was on like, the team. Jeez, jeez. I already thought man was 30. I already mm. rated man. But like, yeah, do you know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of that Chun-Li moment in your whip when yeah, he was giving me a lift home. The- the mix so yeah. so what when me and Khalid was first like becoming like brethren like kind of getting to know each other and that like Khalid was like man worked for um the midi music company mm. and was uh and I met man and he was like yeah I like the backer song that you got etc etc then I did a show and you was there and um 
he was like, oh yeah, let man give me you a lift. And fam, I was so appreciative because that man was ill on that day. Yeah, I yeah. had to force myself to get to that show. I only performed one song instead of a set. And then, but man, by this time, man was kind of, you know, felt a bit better. Man had had a bit of juice and that. Yeah. Just getting that lift home. And he was playing the DJ set you'd done. And I was like, this is bare sick, but kind of obscure, like some of the stuff I mm. do. And then you were like, oh, I've got this remix, this remix I'm about to drop in in the mix. Yo, if you get where this song is, fam, <laughs> the first bar. The first few seconds, I was like, oh my God, fam, you are a G. Yeah, man, like, man, was, man fell into the door. Man, yeah, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, man, man fell, man into, fell the into the door. Like, if it was a room, I would have walked out the room mm-hmm. and then walked back in just for dramatic effect. Mm. But anyway, so man had put the Chun-Li track over some hard-bodied kind of South kind of kind of trappish yeah. crunk beat, whatever. And it just sounded so lit. And I was like, this guy knows about rhythms and also man's like a geek on the D-Lo just Bro, like me not even on the D-Lo but like even. proudly yeah I'm just proudly, proudly. I'm into my t- I'm into what I'm into fam you know them ones yeah. like who else who, who else who else do motherfuckers know that will openly say I go I go to record shops to dig in the TV and soundtrack section to look for TV bang, themes bang. fam bang, like bang. that is me all day every day I remember one time when we did pull up like on Valentine's Day one time. Mm. I like, it was raining. We were doing it at an outdoor venue. That was the one where nobody came. We'd, we'd packed out outdoor the outdoor venue before, but that one people yeah, didn't yeah. come. And I remember, man had this mix, where I mixed Badman Forward, Badman Pull Up into the Blind Date feed. <laughs> that was peak, you know. Yeah, yeah, That was peak. That's the thing, we have those moments, fam. And we, that's the beautiful thing. Yeah. We appreciate music. We are appreciative of nostalgia and pop culture, and then we meet in the middle, fam. Yes. Like you share stuff with me, I share stuff with you, mm-hmm. and that's how it's supposed to run. And I think that's why, um, that's why pull up works so well, fam. Yeah, you agree. know what I'm saying. So, like, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We don't, but we, we are don't. serious guys, yeah. though. You know that ones where it's like we're serious about our craft and putting on sick parties, but when we're doing the parties, we just want to have fun. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not trying to be come across like some musical intellectual experts and yeah, this that yeah, and the other yeah, yeah. like nah fam we're just playing beats that bang like rhythms that bang and 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 like yeah like we're just we're just creating good environments man like good like wavy and fun mm. environments for people and that reflect ourselves because life is long bruv i mean it's not long it's short but like it feels long sometimes fam, yeah and just bad bruv and 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 just to have that time whether it's like what we do in the podcast for ourselves, hopefully for other people, or and, and when we put on events and stuff, just to have that time, bro, when you can go into a zone and be like, you know what, this is a, life's good, you know, yeah, like like it's life's all cool. Gravy. This is a this is a nice escape. Like you see, like I remember the last pull up we did. I was with um, I was with my boy Peter. Yeah, I was on the mm. side. Um, and and he's a cool guy. He's, he's down to turn up and that, but also he observes a lot of shit too. So you know, yeah. I respect this dude. And um, I saw him and I, and I was just like chatting to him and I said, "Bruv, sometimes you know you just got to take a minute and just look at everything." He said, "Yeah, that's what I was doing." I was like, "Yeah, for real." Because I said, "Look, like at everybody right now, you know, everybody on the dance floor looks beautiful, like right now. Yeah, you know, it's like they're showing the best version of themselves. Yeah, they're truly being themselves." And like, I'm just really proud. In that moment, I was just so proud that we got to like create that. 
Mm. You know, all these people that you'd think they were the happiest people in the world of yeah. no problems in that moment. But then that's what our mantra is, isn't it? All are welcome. Come, come as you are, all are welcome. Like, everyone is welcome. Don't matter, like, where you're from, what you're doing, who you love, what, you're we- what you wear, yeah. you know, what you're into. Like, you're welcome. It's peace, love, enjoy the music and turn up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Fully. It's just a shame that... Uh, it's a shame that certain pagans tried a thing. It's so, a shame. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to not, I'm trying not to go too ham because because we are better than them. Of course, we are better than them. So basically, you missed out on a lot of money. Just letting you know. Of course, and it's you know what? <laughs> it's not even a peace thing. They lost out on having making cultural change. Yeah, making cultural change. Something but, incredible. But also having a party there that was open to everyone. Yes, like, indeed. We we were our brand, right? Was putting you on the map again and it's almost Again, as though, yes, again, because warping to to you from I I don't know, I ain't heard from you for a while. Yeah, and it's Man haven't told me about you for a while. And so. it's almost as though like I feel that what could have happened in the mm-hmm. circumstance, right? Yeah. Is they've got your telephone number. And I'm a, a very much a person where res- you give respect to gain respect. Indeed. So all you had to do yeah. was pick up the phone. Like, remember when Handle I posted like the professional. flyer? When I posted the flyer and it said um, over 21s and they hollered at you like, no, change to over 18s. Man did Why that. didn't they do that? Like, in regards to... They could to have done that. I would have changed advertisement. it one time. So... Should we just like for yeah. people? Shall I just? Shall we just like go go through it? So for people um, who don't know, okay. So I guess I should probably start it because I I wrote the thing. <laughs> man got us into the hot water, but but man would do it again, but with a bit more, bit more, bit more finesse, bit more finesse this time. All right. So basically, right. Um. So. Um, we, you know, we've had people that we use on the door before, um, like, so Poppy, um, Meg, I think L jumped in one time, but basically it's like Poppy's, um, it was Pop, it's Poppy, aka MX World, it's her, uh, launch date on the 17th for her EP, yeah. right? which I'll probably go to now, cause, um, cause man's available, but, um, mm. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I was like, okay, um, they're not available and I was like you know what I've been thinking about this for a little bit anyway it'd be great to mix it up and get some people of colour on the door doing Mm. tickets because because in my head I was thinking okay you know going out in Peckham the amount of stuff we have to go through um, you know being looked at suspiciously um, being asked for drugs having our hair touched blah 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 yeah um, and and when I tell people yeah we got a thing in Peckham a lot of my friends from the ends or just from ends surrounding that they're mm. like oh I wouldn't I don't even go out in Peckham fam I wouldn't go or people that have gone like oh I don't go to that place anymore. Yeah, I don't yeah, go there definitely. anymore because people make me feel away people this that and the other kind of treat man like almost like a I don't even know how to put it like a circus attraction or something you know mm. when you're walking through you know acting like a certain way so you know just being kind of racially kind of profiled racially you know like yeah. so I remember like going to a place I remember one time when I was going into oh, I might as well say it when I was going into Lerins yeah. the first time I went into Lerins my friend Meg got a job there yeah. and, I, and and all these my housemates that had gone I had loads of them they'd all gone I hadn't gone because I was thinking oh it's probably just going to be a trendy kind of cafe mm. um, you know it's probably going to be I'm probably going to feel a bit like a token when I go in there yeah. you know I didn't I was more cautious 
And then I went in, bruv, and I saw Meg there. Obviously, I love Meg, so I was felt more comfortable. But then also I saw Steph and Melina there. Yeah. Two incredibly charismatic black girls, lovely, warm people from Peckham. And I saw them dancing around and I'm working there and I was like, whoa, I just felt felt more welcome. Yeah, yeah, Like, white yeah. people are going to feel welcome regardless, right? Mm. Like, because, you know, they're just, white guys go everywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? Of but, course. But, like, you know, white dudes go everywhere. They, they're in every, most of the clubs in Peckham, it's, you know, dominating, right? But, like, I feel like as a, a black guy going, walking into this place on my own, you know, that made a big difference to me. Yeah. So, so suddenly I'm thinking... Okay, don't mean to beat around the bush, but that's, I just had to give it that kind of history. So I'm thinking, you know what? It'd be great just to get a couple people of colour on the door. Yeah, so, so when, when pe- people come, when our people come in, yes. or even people in general, they're like, oh, yeah, they, they're greeted by a face. Exactly. And they're like, oh, okay, this event is different, you know? Yes, exactly. Like, hey, I'm not used to seeing this at Canavans or whatever. Okay, because we are probably... Yeah, I mean, we're, we're probably the only, mm-hmm. that I know of, we're the only black promoters there yeah. that I know of, right? So, so like, so, um, and I, I didn't limit, I didn't, I didn't specify in black only, I put of colour. Yeah, because so I just could wanted, have been anyone. So it could have been a black person, an Asian person, somebody that was a mixture of whatever, um, and I didn't specify gender or anything, I just yeah. said two people of colour. Pe- two lit people. I was like, two lit, like charismatic, charismatic lit people, lit people of color that have experience in front of house, doing the door, etc., etc. Yeah. So then these two um, girls, this girl hollered at me and, and was saying about her and her friend, how they're a dream team, and she was saying all the experience she got. These two black girls, and I was like, great, welcome aboard. You mm-hmm. know, you know, you, you guys sound good. You got recommendation, like yeah, man, you sound you sound great. Let's let's have you on board. Um, and then, jeez. Oh my god! So uh, my thing was like, yeah, I'm looking for two people of of c- color, um, but I realized just because I said looking for two people of color rather than saying um, looking for two people to be on the door, everyone's welcome. But I especially encourage people that are B and me or people of color or whatever. Yeah. If I said that, that would have made all the difference. Ooh, I don't know I these don't rules. I don't think that would have made the no, difference no, to them. It wouldn't have made they the were difference. So- they were so quick to no. fire off. Yes. I believe that... It wouldn't have made a difference to them, but I feel like in, in terms of law and stuff, they probably didn't even look into it. Yeah. But they, if they really cared about that, they would have hollered at me and say, yo, could you just change that bit so it says that? Like, in my old job, I always wanted more people of colour, yeah. more, you know, BME people to apply. And if I wrote something like that, they'd get where I was coming from and said, look, Conrad, if you could just change that line so it's that, mm. then fine. And I don't know all of these rules and shit I was just like it coming from a good place I just wanted to give marginalised people that I don't see in opportunities yeah. and statistically do not get enough employment opportunities to this day you know like do not get you can just look at statistics and not get enough opportunities yeah. I wanted to give them opportunities and I wanted to make people that felt a bit cautious about coming into somewhere like Canavans even though they know me and you are running this event yeah. I would feel a bit cautious because yeah me and you are running the event but we don't own the venue and, and we know from how certain men have acted and what we've heard and what we've gone through that you know it's it's a bit iffy so so i put that and then i get a whatsapp message oh man (laughs) i get a whatsapp message um damn it okay so i'm just trying to get into this thing i get a whatsapp message from um louisa who uh who is the manager not the owner but mostly manages 
Um, I'm just going to, okay, I can still get into this group even though I left. Okay, so it says, it's the deadest WhatsApp group. The deadest WhatsApp group I've ever been a part of with Louisa and Kieran. How dead? All right, so, dear Conrad, this to inform, so after I posted this, dear Conrad, this to inform that the owner of Canavans has cancelled all future dates for pull-up at Fuck his club. Me. Canavans is an equal opportunities employer and do not allow discrimination of any kind. Your personal Facebook comments breach the law and have enraged many of my members and myself. What? what, Look, what? Wait, 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 wait. Can I um, interject? I wish there? to tell you. You're yeah, going. Go on, go on. Continue. Okay, I've on. already got oh, one more line. Yeah. I wish to. I wish you well in the future and please use this as a learning point in your career. I what, think. To, to to be honest, right. This was on WhatsApp. I think like and. I think it's like like I said to you the post that you put up could have been finessed in a way or even sent to people privately but the way how they've put that because not only have they sent that to you via WhatsApp well that's what I mean they sent it via WhatsApp I was like okay I tried to call her she didn't pick up I didn't think she would and then I went on Facebook fam the same message had been posted on my Facebook wall yeah, on my, they both I have think, my number, but I in think a disrespectful way, posting comment. You rather got, than no, no, but look, that was to what disrespectful. I'm saying. Rather than seeking to understand, yeah. I, it's almost as though they was they set out to try and embarrass man. Yes, and, and man, no, it's true. They because did. You they don't did. do that shit. That's, Remember, un, that's so unprofessional. We're, we're in, in the in the, so fact, in the fact that we promote nights at their venue, so we're yeah. drawing people to their venue. We're creating a vibe and Hell putting on yeah. experience at their venue. Technically, we're business partners. You don't deal with your business partners like no, that. no way. And it's like to to throw things like um, equal opportunities, employer, and and stuff like that. It's like it's almost as though all of that it could have been resolved with a conversation if they hollered at you and goes all right look well that comment is a bit iffy but they didn't take that route and even i replied to it like i feel as though you could have you know replied privately because you have his number putting it out there like this is a big disrespect it's a big disrespect you know what i'm saying and and the thing is i removed my comment because number one i didn't want to fan the flame but then i hadn't spoken to you properly yeah you know what i'm saying and it's like how are you just coming out and going, oh, well, we're cancelling all future events at the place? All. And, I, and the same thing that I, the same reply I did to, to, to them, I put that you can't have respected our brand or wanted no, our no, no. brand or even respected what we represented in there for you to sort of cut it short just like that I mean I understand you're talking about policies and whatever but there's also respect there and the way that man was going on towards you last time is questionable fam can I get to that because that's the thing I was about to mention so last time we done an event um, we had set up our stuff Apparently we didn't we didn't set up our stuff in the correct way because some of our stuff was on top of some but other stuff. But there was no liaison. But yeah, let's be uh, honest there. Let's be honest. Let's let's keep it real. Yeah. There was no liaison when we got to the when every when we got to the venue no, that day. There was remember nobody. the previous one because the liaison had left because you bullied him. Yeah. So it's like when we was <laughs> like, there the first time we had a liaison greet us. Yeah, great and guy. Talk us through everything. Big up Sh- Simon. Yeah, big up Simon. Shouts to you. Mm-hmm. Right, and we felt welcome. Yeah. But then when we went there the last time, no one had come up and spoken to us, asked if we was okay, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, I just felt as though the last time we was there, 
I left with a sour taste in my Me mouth. Me too. I wanted to get there. the fuck out of there as soon as because possible. Because it's like, when, as Simon left the venue, I no longer felt comfortable mm-hmm. doing things there or being yep. there because there was no buffer between them and us. There yes. was no one. It's it's kind of like when Simon was there, he was looking out for everyone he who promotes yes. their interest. man cared about interest. us. He cared. And so I, so, and we felt that being no buffer we fully felt the force of that so i knew how man what man was like i knew what kieran was like i'd heard stuff mm. you know what i mean i tried not to dwell on it i tried to be like okay i'm taking that seriously but at the same time i'm trying to i'm trying to do this event and and and, and boost this event and etc etc and 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 do this yeah just do a couple more of these events and so i was like okay and and uh so we we'd set up our stuff and then the security guy we'd already been DJing for a hot minute no you we know, was we'd been, a we, few hours in yeah and the DJ and uh, the security guard came one of the security guards came up to us um, and I like most of the security there but one of them came up to us and he was like uh, yeah look you need to take this off you need to take um, your C- your like controller off of that CDJ but blah, blah, still blah. no liaison no, no liaison so I said I said to him okay bro like that's cool you know, but if you can get something so we can put our equipment on it, if we can get some assistance so we can move this stuff yeah. and put our equipment on it, that's totally fine. I said, no, you've got to do it. I said, no, but hear what I just said. That's that's fine. We'll, we'll do that if we just get us some stuff to put our equipment on. Yeah. Because man, I've just been left to set up on our own. And certain times I'll do DJ gigs, fam, where there's no space. I'll come and there's no space and it's like mm. I, I have no choice but to balance it on top of something or DJ in some awkward positions. So I was like, okay, man, just going to do that. So I'm like, okay, you've gone off to to deal with that. You've heard that I've been cooperative. You've gone off to deal with that. Less than like a minute later, bruv, Kieran comes with his big self, bruv, stepping to me, swearing at man, bruv. Mm. And not just like saying like, why you're fucking fucking on the equipment? Get it fuck, get the fuck off of this. Get the blah, blah, blah. You know how much money this is? Get the fucking number. And I'm like, yo, fam. Mm. And I'm trying to yeah, be cool. I had to come in the middle, bro. But I couldn't. I couldn't have it. Like I was like, "Yo, bro, listen, listen, yeah. I don't know who you're used to speaking to, mm. but understand, I am not the one in it. And I've been. I've spoken to respect everybody since I've come here. I speak to with respect. I go out to the security guards outside in the cold and I say thank you for being nice to my people. I go to the bar people. I make conversation with them. I shake their hands, all of them. Yeah, and listen, and you're coming to me with this disrespect? No, no, not in the middle of my DJ set, no. I don't know who you're used to speaking to, Yeah. What your, how you speak to your other DJs, but that is not me, mm. understand. Yeah, I'm not that guy. And I said, look, you asked me the question, I would have done it for you. I'll do that. But don't come to me with this disrespect because I won't run here. And then he basically turned around. He kept on swearing and shit, turned around. He turned around and then he came back up to me. This is a big guy. Was that the point where I came? Yeah. So, this is a, yeah, so obviously, yeah. this is a big, loud guy swearing at man. So he's not like an unintimidating character. Oh, that's so fucking So he come up to me and was like, he was like, what did you just say? And I said, you heard what I just said, fam. Like, mm. I'm not taking no disrespect. And he's doing that basically what he did to man there was the same thing as kind of what they was doing to man on the facebook wall but just from yeah, real life, yeah, like yeah. you're chucking it to man in front of people online that know me and now you're even worse before that you was chucking it to me in front of my peeps mm. in front of my peeps in my place and i'm trying to create good vibes yeah but you're trying to push me 
to to be a certain way and yeah. you know I ain't gonna have it and I'm setting that down from now and that's when you you and Flex had to be like, yo, leave it. Like, you know, had to break up. And that was a good thing because at that time, I remember my bro was like saying, yo fam, like this, that, and the other. And I said, fam, I ain't gonna lie. I can't, I'm not about no, nothing escalating. Yeah. But I cannot guarantee that my, how my man will act. Mm. And, and it got to the point where we was gonna get Mo in. So obviously Mo the comedian, big up him. He was supposed to be in the next pull up coming up. Yes. And it got to the point fam, when I was saying, okay, we'll do a next one. And I was saying to you, I was saying to my bro, I said, okay, so we make, make sure my man's there by the decks, like telling, basically getting our brethren that we know about this mm. and, our, and, our, and we'll back it and being like, okay, we'll get my, we'll stay by the decks then, while Mo's on. Because we, I didn't feel safe. Like, I didn't feel like, Mo being safe there. I didn't feel it safe. Wasn't, is it, what, it wasn't a thing where man was trying to plan some kind of, army thing like no. just in case it went down but, but my people need of, to be safe it's a case of we shouldn't be in a state of mind where it gets no. to the point where you no. don't feel safe yeah exactly in the place that you're promoting at. and not only don't not feel safe because man ain't scared of no one fam. nobody but, but i don't feel like i, I don't, don't have to watch my back yeah you man know? don't want we don't want to bring a guest there and then the guests not feel comfortable or, ease. or something happen and the get our guest is like Oh, that's a bit. This is a bit yes. iffy. Man ain't gonna do nothing with yeah. these guys again because yeah, they're, exactly. they're they're promoting in a joke ting place. Because from I've DJed, I've DJed. I remember I DJing at one ting where I walked into. I was in the DJ booth, fam, and yeah. somebody started chucking it, trying to chat to me. This man, this guy's manager, and I spoke to the guy. The guy was cool, but his manager mm. was on a ting, and his man, the guy was a really big guy, but he was just a big guy. Who was like, yeah, cool. And the manager was like this, you know, like he's, it was putting us man that us, me that is sh- like short man to shame because he was one of them guys who was just all about the chat. Yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. coming up, man. And and I was like, when I was DJing fam, I was looking, I was watching my back and I had one boy that was in the crowd, but I didn't know how much I could rely on him like that. So mm. I've never been in a situation, but I almost texted him and said, yo fam, come to the DJ booth, please. Cause I don't know. So it wasn't like I was scared, but at yeah. the same time, man was wary. You know, DJing and looking over my shoulder like, yo, if one of these men do something, I'm ready. Yeah. And bruv, like, I don't want to feel like that when I'm DJing. have to be in survival mode wanna, when yeah. you're DJing. No because way. it's like you're exploring your craft and it should be zen. You yes. should be in there like, yeah, I'm one with the decks. I'm one with the music. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a good vibe. It's positive. It's Tunnel optimistic. Yeah. And that's what it should be like. It should. You shouldn't be in a place where you feel kind of digi like you're mm-hmm. on your toes because you're not on the road that reminds fam. me of being a teenager and Bruh, going to you're things you're not on the road you're not no? chilling on the estate or nothing like that fam you're not you're not it's not like what's it 14 15 years ago fam bro. it's not that bro mm-hmm. you're a grown man i used I'm to a do grown that man. when i was man younger. shouldn't we shouldn't mm-hmm. have to be in a place and feel like that you know what i'm saying wonder if people are going to deal with us accordingly yeah. and it's almost as though fam i feel like and I'm not even gonna gonna put it down to the colour of man's skin, but it's like when you're black, you have this responsibility. It's almost as though you mm-hmm. you you assume this response collected responsibility, right? And it's almost as though anything you say could be used against you. And I feel like yeah. rather than seek to understand the why behind the post, you know? Yeah. It's like they just cut man off like that but you know what and like I said when you called me you know because remember I was in a meeting yeah yeah he was yeah. calling me and I was like raw like 
this is mad. So I was like, yeah, man's yeah. in a meeting because it's a conference call and thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I text you, I was like, right, sounds serious. He was like, we'll get through this, man. I'm thinking, what? What is? <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm thinking, that what? was me like, putting it. What has happened? I thought like it was a thing where you know Mo might have had a different engagement or something would have happened because I'm thinking, yeah, right, yeah. it can't be anything to do with peas because we haven't really done anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As of yet, like yeah. no big investments on whatever no, for this one. Just a bit of right? peas on posters. Yeah, and that's it. right. And um, fucking. So I was thinking, rah, like, wah, go on. And so when I called you and you was like, rah, bruv, they're, they're, they're chucking it, they've tried the thing. And then the first thing I said was, all right, fuck them, Bro, fuck that. I'm glad you said because it. Because at the end of the day, man ain't begging or running down no venue. Like, mm-hmm. fair enough, you posted the people of colour thing. And I was like, yeah, but they they got an angle to catch us slipping and that's what they did. But at the same time, you're my business partner and man will back you because I know your intentions you were know, not to you offend anyone. You knew what anyone. my intentions I were. I knew what time know, it was, like, fam. I've done, and also, man's done that before when yeah. I need, when I was doing the Shape Up and but, Fade project and I was like, I'm filming this in a black fam. barber. I need, I, I'd like a black cameraman because it will just, you know, I need someone that understands the culture and, and will be able to pick this up. Like, and I've seen people post things like, oh, need a feature female DJ because they were like a, a, a like it's a, a girl specific thing. to like girls night but I say and I just let that I mean like yeah cool yeah that's but it. man say that to say this yeah and I yeah. said this to you on the phone when it just happened is me yeah. yeah fuck that yeah and fuck them because man's integrity and what the brand is about is more important yeah. than a few than a few coins fam De- definitely and the most the, the, the most disappointed thing that I the thing I was disappointed about was all the people that wanted to come uh. to a pull-up and see Mo. Man was disappointed for Mo as well because when I see him at his show, man was like, the 17th, yeah? Yeah, yeah. bro. You know what I'm saying? I've been hanging out with man a lot. And even when he see, even when he see my girl at um, Jav's thing, yeah. he was like, the 17th, rah, rah, rah. man's looking forward to play. And it's like, now, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to go on, Listen, fam. when I went to Mo's show... I was with my bros, my two bros, Elliot and Bradley. I went to Mo's show, fam. There was about 23 people that I knew just there. Yeah. Maybe more. Most of them came from my secondary school. Now, some of them I see more time, but a lot of them I don't see very much, fam. Yeah. And certain people I hadn't seen in over 10 years since I went to the secondary Mm. school. And, bruv, people were saying, yo, fam, I bought it. I'm buying a ticket, bruv. bruv. You got that thing next Friday, bruv. Bare, like, people that had, in the two years we've been doing pull-up, people that had never come to a pull-up. Yeah. Like, Bredrams, I would ride or die for. Like, Bredrams, like, from day, mm. had, that I knew, they were like, I was like, yo, fam, you coming? Yeah, I said, yeah, bro, I'm going to come. Fam. I'm going to come. And it's like, this is the thing. It was like, yo, I've been doing this for this long. Mm. It's with me and Mo. So, you know, Wog One, do you know what I mean? And, and you're supporting two Bredrams. And this was... This was hard because I was telling Mo, I was like, yeah, Yo, you know, all of them man said they're coming. Mo was like, oh, bro, like, that's sick. Like, bro, yeah, yeah, this is the kind yeah. of set I'm going to do. Would you reckon of this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, do that, do that. Mm. And we were going through all this stuff because obviously I've been working with him on another project. Yeah. So we'd kind of be chatting about that project and t- chatting about pull-up. And it just felt really right. Yeah, do you know a, what I mean? It's a genuine, it's like a genuine connection. People are going to get something special. And it's like, even when, because you remember, I've got the pull-up that fam email configured on my phone so I can see when the tickets are coming uh-huh. through and I'll check the names I'll check how much tickets they're back and man them yeah I used to roll on Cole Bath Estate with 
yeah, yeah. way back in 2002 my brother mm-hmm. are booking tickets out yeah, to Gusto and them man out to Drips out to everyone yeah big up Rachel Alice Sapphire Leal big up Liam big up Vivian big up like the crew up from 12s, the old gender. school that were buying the, that were buying the tickets what well, you talk about gender and gender Mike White yeah was he gonna come oh my day you well, know I don't know if man was gonna come but I'm know, shouting out people from you know back in the day you know how gas I would have been if gender came I used to look up to that guy on Pirates like, like man man know him from I used to like listen me and to him used to roll I used to listen to school, him you know? every week on Flashback Essentials Bruh, Crew he was one of my favourite grime crews just favourite crews of all time but man was he was right and he when, when man were like me was remembering P. Diddy and Mace's Can't Nobody Hold Me Down in 96. Gender was writing his own bars in that music class, fam. And I had the CD from Our Price and we would all go back to back on the instrumental while trying to recite the lyrics. Gender had his bars. Anti yeah. Jermaine. He had. I remember going to one risky. Get me. Anti everyone that went Eaglesfield, Red Lion Lane, 9-6, Man Like Dane, Flex, Anti Bombs, Jeez. Big up Drape, OTM crew. Nah, look, I'm getting it sounded like a, It sounded like a pirate Jeez. radio station. It really <laughs> did. It really did. But you I'm know, we've got to pay homage out here, one fam. time I went to one risky rave in East London, bro, for Bear East, man, and my brethren from South. And my brethren from South went college in East, and he mm. told, told all the East, man, I was his cousin. So I was safe. And the thing is, bro, I was a smart dude, but I used to risk it when it came to music. Yeah, fam, so you had to, if fam. I, if I needed to go to a, to a set... Or if I need to go to a rave. So I went, yeah, and like Wiley and like Fire Camp were there. And was then, it at Rex? No, it wasn't. It was at some smaller thing. I don't even know if I ever went Rex. I might have went once, I can't remember. Mm. But it was a smaller thing. There was a couple smaller things I went to in East, you know what I mean? A lot of the raves. I don't think I went to any like legendary rave. I just went to raves. Man's and to Wiley, young, would turn, Wiley would turn up and these man. And I remember Essentials walked through. Mm do you know what bruv you got your bang for your buck bruv at this rave there was Wiley Deneo and Essentials bruv, bruv do you know like, what and Essentials went and because they were South man in East a lot of men weren't giving them the props they deserved yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. you know they were spitting their bars and I knew the bars but you know East man you know it was very local them times of course because you know you had to be within the radius freak, the pirate radio frequency you might not got to East yeah. I never listened to Rinse because of that for real but, yeah I never could bruv, get it I could, to do madness I could only, get, I could to only get, get Deja Vu but anyway, Gender picked up the mic though. Mm. And oh. when he picked on the mic, oh, da 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 da. Bruv, people went mad, bruv. Yeah, he got yeah, the biggest yeah. wheel up, and I was like, yeah, self up in here, innit? I had yeah. to keep it stum because I knew how man them was bruv, rolling. Them but- raves, them raves were the ting. When I used to go Rex, big up Revlar, anti fucking, who else did I used to roll with to Rex? Rinser, Drips, Gusto, Buster, all of the man them. Man used to sneak my weed in under the inner sole. But I had a drama. When man used to get into the rave, man couldn't dot it because it was all crushed from being under the sole of my shoe. I'm type man like crazy. I used to go college with him. Man used to buck him in there on them things in a regular fam. But those were the days where you can roll up a spliff and smoke that in the rave. Um, Might have to tell you to uh, edge out a bit when I say man couldn't dot the thing in there. Still. Okay. Perceptions. Okay. Cool. But joking. Man was young in it. I was young cool. them days. Rago, I'm a grown up now. It's cool. Done though. I was like 16. One sec. 
break. Okay, so what, break. what are we gonna what are we gonna do for the rest of this thing, bro? I feel like we've kind of got this thing out of the way. Mm. Um, what are we gonna do for the rest of this thing? All right. Uh, what is it? Tracks that got you gassed up, or tracks that you listen to to get you gassed up, or a bit of Donnie Darko. I did watch the end of Stranger Things. What now? Ha- series one and two. Well. I watched the end of series two because Chelsea watches it, so I just ended up when she fell Have asleep one day. I end up watching barely the episodes. You watched all of Stranger Things one and two. All of epi- uh, all of series two. You haven't seen series one. Nah. Okay. You probably well, I've watched a bit one. of series one, not consciously, but probably need to see series one just because I feel like that connection. Yeah. Because I'll probably show, throw references in, and it will be like, ah. Oh. But that's the theme of this. I never totally know the thing. I know bits. Like, <laughs> but people will be expecting. Rago, that's the theme. I'm just the guy that okay. dips in and out. So, yeah, yeah I know. You know what I'm saying? You're I'm, the guy, I'm you're just the, the guy that, that recommends you something. You're the kid and, that copies the homework. Like, not even copies the homework, <laughs> but just doesn't revise and just bangs out the test. All right, so. And that's yeah, what I did so, in school, you know. Mango, so, what are we, so, what are we doing? we doing. So, I was like thinking about like Black Power kind of. Well, tracks that make man want to like. Mm. Maybe tracks that get man through as a black man, as a black person. Yeah. Right. So, do you reckon? We could do that. Okay. All right then. So, boom. For this next kind of part, um. So I feel like we we. I feel like now we're spent... on happier. Now we're on happier pastures. Yeah. I think we could start the podcast from here. Cause we're on happier pastures. We could touch on that other stuff. But that 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 there was a bit of a downer. Wait, 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 wait. Keep it rolling. I think I I personally though think it needed to be said though. Yeah, of course it needs. Because remember, to be said. like this is one we're gonna do one in like this is gonna probably go to release next week, and then we're gonna have another one in like under a week. Oh, is after. this gonna be released this week, like Wednesday or this week, like, like probably as like in now Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we're gonna record another one on Sunday, and I want to put that one out on Sunday mm. because. Because Ambreen has got a GoFundMe thing, okay, it's okay. running. So I think the sooner we put out, the better. So I kind of feel like, and sometimes I don't know. I feel like we're free in the realness and controversy. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't think we were acting up. We were just speaking we was just how it talking was, man. the story, and, and, and it is a topical thing. And I think people need to know. Mm. You know, it's better than us going up on Facebook and Twitter and shouting all of this shit. Like, but I think, it's not reflected in the podcast. I get that. Do you know what I mean? I think like I think this is good. I think it was a good balance mm. of how, where both of us were coming from when we were speaking on WhatsApp and stuff. I didn't sense like over anger from both of us, but it was just a thing. Where it's like I don't know what you're doing, fam. Like, mm. why are you doing this? Like, we shouldn't have to feel like that. Um. So anyway, so I just so I just throw another. So I just I think I got a good way to intro the thing. Yeah. Um. So I just. Alright. So um. Boom. So, like, obviously, we had to we had to kind of set something straight just for of our course. people that follow Pull Up because we are a podcast, but also initially we're an event and we just want to big up all the Pull Up family that have been following us and and make it what it is. Um. So we just had to we had to get that out of the way just for people just for people to know and we feel like we need to to show. Sometimes we need to show what we as promoters have to go through, especially especially us promoters of colour, because there is a lot that are coming up. There's yeah. a lot that are doing their thing as well as us, and we and we just want we want to win, and we want them to win. And at the same time, when you face adversity on a regular basis, yes, it's like sometimes you, you we smile in the face of it, and we we 
per- we press through and try to kick down yeah. doors but at the same time it's frustrating yo very much it's so frustrating you're telling me seven days before the event like yeah something happens something minor happens and then all of a sudden man ain't got no event and yeah. man was looking forward to it. Do you know how much times man had to edit posters or find time between time to edit shit? Bruv, I was you know out on saying? these streets putting bruv, up them posters. That's what I'm saying, boy. I was, I was going like, mollies and... Bruv, I'm frustrated. Like, bruv, I'm mad. Bruv. I am mad. Like, when I heard the news, I can't lie, bruv. I was at work and I was just... Psst. I was just deflated, fam. Bruv, I was so, I was, I was so vexed. I was, I was so pissed. vexed. And it's like, there's a part of me, man like me, like... It's like I always try and look for a silver lining or try and rise above shit. But it's like with this, I feel disappointed because it's like we put our heart and souls into this brand. Yeah. And it's like, I just look at it as, you know what? Fuck it. Like I said, it's an integrity thing. And our, 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 we know who we are, so we ain't gonna get we no know, one or no not, venue dictate no, and, shit. And to like, us. like our last podcast, we ain't trying to beg. Yeah, we ain't trying to beg. We ain't trying to force the team. We ain't trying to force. We ain't trying to beg. So, like, this is this is how I feel. We were going to leave it anyway. We we're probably just gonna leave it in January. We we're gonna like do two more events and leave and go on to a bigger, better thing. So we're just gonna do that earlier. And um, to be honest, like, we know we got the source. We, we know we it, got the source, and we've been to venues, mm. including yours, and made a lot of dough and. And, and brought in the littest people and had so much Definitely. fun and brought in the coolest and most vibesiest fun people that you've ever had at your thing. So mm-hmm. it's cool. Like we're black, we're strong, we're beautiful, and 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 our thing is is life. The future's yeah, we, bright. We, for we, us. Our thing is life in it. So don't think we will ever have any bullshit or disrespect because, like I said, we are about fun, but we are serious guys. But like. That's it. We're moving on. So boom, in it. Like, like have your have have your have your dingy racist thing. So, um, dingy racist. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, um, Yo. so basically, a link onto that man is like we want to we want to finish this on like a positive on a positive note. Yeah. Um, what? you know, and we're so basically what what we want to do is just go through tracks. We're gonna do this more of a musical one. Go through tracks that you know when especially from from like a, a a black point of view but it but you know from from Usman's point of view mm. but just tracks we feel when we feel like like we're going through some stuff or we need to like hype ourselves up to fight yeah. some stuff you know whether we need to attract to console us when we're yeah. in a dark place or whether we need a track to hype us up to be like action let's get mm-hmm. this thing done do you know what i mean let's get this thing man ain't gonna hold man back man ain't yeah, gonna do nothing, nothing to man holding us back. so 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 and that's how that's how we feel i'm i'm amped up right now so so tracks that like make us feel empowered and make us feel at ease and empowered to go yes. and do to go and do stuff um you know um and be be like the 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 young kings that we that, that we know we are do you know what i mean so um yeah let's 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 go let's go through them Should i tell you back and forth? bruv yeah then we can go back and forth when i'm up against the wall and i and i feel like i'm facing adverse times yeah I always the the artist I would listen to is Jay Z. I would okay. listen to Jay Z, and I may put on a track from Reasonable Doubt, okay. or I may put on a uh, a track called Hovey Baby from um, The Gift and the Curse. Like okay. that track right there is 
that I know, gasses me up. Oh, that beat by Just Blaze. It's yeah, mad. Yeah. It sounds like a video game. Those drums. Those drums on yeah, that. Drums are sick. That beat is hard. And it's like I listened to that and I listened to that this morning, fam, because I, I woke up. I woke up today and then I was I had a uh, meeting at work and then I was just at work and I was like, I just feel I just feel pissed. I just feel fucking pissed. But as soon as I listened to that, I was back. I felt like I was back and I was like, you know what? Things will get better, fam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I listened to Hovey, baby. That's that's one of I them see. still. What's, um, what, you, what you got? A guy that I listen to a lot when I'm just trying to get through things. And he makes me like, when he's when I'm in a, like a, a bad place, man makes me feel like, yo, bro, I know how it is. Mm. Like, But also, when I'm ready to get up and, and fight again, He's like, yeah, bro, let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. Ride or die. And that's like Tupac every time. Like Bang. he's one artist that probably I can listen to the most just in terms of how many tracks he's got and all the emotions he covers. Mm. I think he's one of the rappers, especially in rap, which is hyper macho. Like I think he's probably out of all rappers, he's one of the rappers that are most in touch with their emotions. Yeah. But in it, but not like in such a way that no one's ever called him out for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. cause he covers so many, yeah. do you know what I mean? And uh, so track I really like, which is probably one of his lesser known tracks, but it just gets me in the zone. Um, it's from, are you still down? And I discovered it, you know, I discovered it like not like early on and it's uh, called nothing to lose. Mm. And it's like, and like the chorus is like, nothing to lose. I got nothing to lose and like the track's like the only way to change me is probably blowing brains out stuck in the dun 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 they get the pain now sleeping on my guard every day but he don't listen the poverty bothers me but mother, mother's making wonders in the kitchen listen and I'm like yo this is just yeah. this song is just about getting through struggles and getting through things and I just love the nothing to lose like you know you know the fuck life nigga Vida the realist nigga Vida fuck life yeah, nigga yeah. we be the craziest motherfucker you know at the end that I'm just like this is just a guy who just ride or dies like yo I've got nothing to lose I'm just going through it mm. I'm just going through it and the beat's really nice yeah like yeah. it's kind of like mellow and hype at the same time um and it's got a nice piano solo at the end um and it just it just gets me through man and then obviously you know there's other tracks like to just get me on a hype like like ambitions of a rider and mm. stuff like that but I think that's a song which is which is hype and I think he's got that bar you know that freestyle that he spits with Biggie it's a yeah, crime 20 Mac pace, da, 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 da. yeah and two packs first from that though yeah I think he's yeah it's on that song as well um so yeah that's a tune like recently mm. that I've been listening to just to get me in the vibe you know what I mean I'd say anything from reasonable doubt yeah and I'd probably pick can I live mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because yeah. that yeah. personifies I remember listening to Reasonable Doubt and rediscovering that um, at a time where you know a lot of shit I was into a lot of things and I think that track personified that time so mm-hmm. like anytime I'm up against adversity I would drop that album and it's like yeah boom you can get through this you know you can hustle your way out of it and shit like that and things are gonna be better mm-hmm. I think a lot of Jay-Z tracks are like that motivation shit yeah. especially when I hear something like You Don't Know from The Blueprint 
Oh, that beat, that beat is one hard. million, two million, three million, four, the MOP 18 version. months. Yeah, that is mad. Woo. You know what I'm saying? Damn, it's MOP like, it's very, it's very motivational and empowering. Like when mm-hmm. I listen to someone like Jay-Z, he's one of my, he's my favorite rapper, mm-hmm. like Wizard. He's one of my favorite rappers. So anything from his catalog, like, you know, gasses me up yeah. to get I me going. I feel the same about Park. Like, mm. It's the same. Um, a guy I was listening to today, which is just a track that I draw for when I just need that. When I'm in a thoughtful mood, I'm just trying to get my thoughts together. And I just need somebody. You know, sometimes you want to talk. Like, I feel like there's certain tracks where you want to talk to somebody, but like in that situation you don't or you can't or people ain't available. Yeah. Maybe you just don't want to be like, you you don't want to feel like you're a burden or something. You mm. listen to tracks and it's almost like they're chatting to you. It's almost like counselling. Yeah. And there's a track and I'm just getting my phone out because I really want to um, quote one bar, man. Um, uh, so it's it's Swiss Cry, bruv. Oh, yo. Swiss Everything was going well. Police find guns and then Asher goes. Bruv, like, this is, this is what I was thinking today, bro. I was just kind of thinking about my life and where I want to go and how I want to make my money and how I want to make my career and, mm. and what I'm prepared to take and what I'm prepared not to take. And there was one bar in it, bro, and I wrote it down. I was listening to it and I wrote it down. And he said, we don't want to work for them because we wouldn't be broke here if it weren't for them. Jeez, that's like, true. Like, bro, like some of the gems he was dropping in that like oh that one where it's like um something that I w- something caved in with the shade of, with the shade of a slave skin so like you know in the ends I stayed in the, 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 the caved in with the shades of a slave skin and I was like like it t- and the reason I, I started listening to that so there was like it was like connected to that was Black Boys yeah. by Bashi which is a tune that's a tune and I was listening to the remix as well oh. The remix has um, got Skepta and Dirty Dugs on there, Dirty I Goods. Up, I ended up in a, and he a video shoot Swiss for Cry. What, you at the video shoot? Yeah, for the remix. Bruv, that remix was hard. I was listening to Skepta's bars and I was like, yo. Like, yeah, it's hard, fam. This got Mega no lays on it. The reason why I like Mega Man, yeah, is because he's, he's not shy with the knowledge that he has. No, he's, he's not. Got all of, he had all of these, all of the artists that was on the tune around him, right? And man was just giving them keys and knowledge. Yeah. Like, everyone was just gathered around, everyone was building and talking and whatever. Man was just giving them knowledge, fam. That's real. I respect that. Actor OG Lion, big up Nadav for the bringing on that many, many, many moons ago. Because you can see how young everybody looks in that video. It's mad. But, uh, so, so I I was listening to that and then that is kind of, because I think that's just a great song, like an mm. empowering song. I love the way they flip the chorus, like they put that chorus on there from Ooh Child. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And Tupac had used that chorus too. It's just a just a great song that's mm. been used. The times it's been used has just been really good as well. And then, so then I went on to listen to Cry. And then I went on to listen to, because um, it reminded me of another track by Wiley, um, which is just kind of a freestyle but I think it's on like Race Against Time or something and it's called Off The Radar Freestyle and it starts with I want to talk about the black boys track that black that bash done me I'm a black man da, 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 with a black yeah. dumb black done da, 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 it's a black one well, da, da, and he's like black men ain't meant to have black cards fuck that but got one anyway but da, 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 black boy <laughs> in a black Bentley and he says like and he says he has one bar fam it's like yeah 
black one. I'm so black, I'll make a rap run. And I was like, whoa. Mm. <laughs> like, he just, like, the whole, most of the track, yeah. about half of the track is just saying black, 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 black. And he's just talking about things that people thought he wouldn't have. But he's got that black boy and a black Bentley, that one. Whatever. Mm. And I was like, yeah, fam, like, you are, you are laying it down in a very grime way. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. you make my, you're, like, I remember hearing that song and it made man feel empowered. <laughs> like, like in just a very grime kind of way that grime makes you when you're like uh, you're like whoa man's, man's dropping them yeah, bars though but that's like, the thing about Wiley he's like a machine gun fan, he like, is or he a is. Gatling gun he goes in number on the one MC for and, me yeah. like in terms of consistency yeah and him I've, getting better over said, years as well just better Wiley and better. could never if you're on a set with Wiley you'll just never run out of bars he's no. got so many so many bars and different flows and, and he's it's made all up his own. so many flows yeah you know like the, 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 he the, would never he would never he strikes me as someone that would never run out like you know that, that flow that Chip done and like but it was Wiley's flow and Skepta had I think I sent you a post from Risky Roads or Sutton and Wiley was spitting and Skepta was spitting yeah and they had the same kind of flow like like East Street East, East like, Street Merkup no like it's like East London East London and then and then like Skepta had entry ticket and a borer private caller ignore her like it was like that flow bro like yeah Wiley was that guy man he is that guy yeah definitely he's a wizard fan yeah, and, and he talks the, about life. He drops some gems. Have you have you have you seen his book? Have you read it or read any excerpts? Not yet. I might. I'm gonna buy it to yeah. be honest, because I feel like someone like someone like Wiley, he's inspired us all. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And at the same time, man remembers, you know, going to um, Jamel's house and being there with all of my boys mm-hmm. and listening to. Um, what's it Deja Vu going through Rough each set day. and then Roll Deep just back just listening to and these tapes Roll Deep were back to I remember Roll Deep they were after they I were after Nasty, Nasty Crew. Crew yeah bang it was Bruv, East Connection that, that. Nasty Crew and then um, Roll Deep wasn't East Connection after Roll Deep it was Nasty nah, Crew nah. Roll Deep then East it Connection it was Rough Squad uh, East Connection Nasty Crew and then roll deep on a Monday. On a Monday, bang! I and remember. imagine that—that that got me through teenhood. Historically, mm-hmm. that's a historic lineup. Do you know how much MCs, crews, producers, Nikki Slimtin's producing movies, fam? Damn. Like that lineup there, Deja Vu. That's so much history for UK culture, for our culture. And I feel like I need to buy Wiley's book because. There's so much things that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like I've listened to the pirate radio. I've seen the DVDs. There's only so much you know. Man's only, checked out the not for the radio. Yeah. Both of only them. only man in his ends would know certain things, mm. or even people that have worked with him in that kind of inner circle of disciples would know certain yeah. things. You know, because how much people has he brought into the scene as well? Oh, bruv, he's shine brought, a spotlight on. Like in terms of like cosigns and bringing crazy, people man. in, he's given way more than he's received. And I, and I think the best thing about it is he's never, he doesn't strike me as someone that would be in, would be trying to get money out of it. He's just like, you're dope. It, I'm gonna I'm put you on because it's like, if we align together, you're gonna keep me hungry and and being the best that I can be because you're the best that you can be. Yeah. 
Think so, about the so, amount of so different selfless. and varied MCs. Yeah. So selfless. Like, Trust me, respect, fam. Respect to that guy. It's a lot of people that do selfless st- stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, fam. I'm going to buy his book and give it a read, fam. Why not? You know yeah, what I'm, I'm saying? Gonna buy his book. Also, I'm going to buy the whole tight. You heard of the whole tight book? It's called no. whole tight. It's, um, I can't remember the guy who... who Is uh, it Simon Wheatley? No, it's not him. It's this guy called Jeffrey something. Mm. Um, see if I can get it up. But, uh, yeah, so basically it's a book about um, grime millennials. It's like grime, how millennial culture, grime culture and masculinity. Yeah. Um, relating to each other. And you know there's like chapters on different tracks, on like different tracks. So there's a chapter kind of like a, a bit on oi and then a bit oh, on this right. and a bit on that and a bit on like a jungle track and a bit on the, like... That would be sick. Um, So whole time I'm just going to get the guy's name because I met the guy recently for a friend really nice guy um who uh who does the uh um who owns the publishing house like so it's a di kind of like a self independent publishing house yeah yeah um so uh it's whole type by Jeffrey um I hope I'm pronouncing this right Boakai um Boakai or Boaki so hold, hold tight black masculinity millennials and the meaning of grime that would be a um, simple to I'm just like yo I'm I'm fully I'm fully I'm fully down with that so because that, one, and I, that's supposed to be a very good book and I oh, think sorry publisher is Influx Press so big up yeah. Influx Press and I think books like that when someone documents the culture like that we as people that participate in the culture or have helped or the culture shaped our lives because we've been a part of it need to invest in that because it means the more money we invest into supporting things that come out of our culture like that would legitimize it even further because we live this grime shit we, we, we fucking lived it. We was buying records, yeah. doing sets in bedroom, aspiring to be on radio, got on radio, making these tunes. Fair enough, we might not have made it to the level of whoever did make it, but we participated and to a degree it kept us out of and so much trouble like, it's not like, like we I, gave up yeah. because we didn't make it to we like still, it, we a list on radio like, and we, we learned still a lot about thing. ourselves it's mm-hmm. like I owe a huge amount of my life right I owe a huge amount that I could never repay to music grime garage mm-hmm. I owe a huge amount to that if it wasn't for a Todd Edwards woo um, dedication set Todd by, Edwards by DJ EZ on Freak FM if it wasn't two for legends, that two legends two legends in other game bruv if it wasn't for that cassette tape in 96 to 97 fam yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today fam I wouldn't have this focus to be like yo I'm getting into music because I love the way this music made me feel so I want to start DJing bro. then man started spitting agreed so I feel like anything produced by someone in the culture to it's almost as though that Wiley book or even any book that comes out of the culture even the book that you've um, dropped yeah. we need to support that because it it academicalizes our culture and it and it and it just and puts us in those history books also yes it's like a record yeah fam. Um, but yeah like I feel like I just thought of something like I feel like when I look back, if I could put it in a sentence, I would say that Garage saved me, Grime yeah, raised Garage yeah. Garage saved me, Grime raised me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it was when I heard Garage, where I was like, whoa, this UK thing. And this was like, I think it was like one of the first Garage tracks I heard. 
being played at this play center with mm. the older kids was adult smoke the reefer oh oh and i remember shit, thinking jeez i, I remember thinking brother. that beat is hard this is some next uk things and i remember following garage as like an 11 year old because mm. like just listen to it on pirate radio and hearing the evolution like the sound growing with me yeah and yeah and then yeah. so it's like garage kind of Garage kind of like grasped me. It was like, yo, this is, you know, it, it grabbed man. It was Bro. like, this is it. And then Grime, when it turned to Grime, I was like, this is like, it was like the Pokemon, the Pokemon had evolved. Yes. Do you know what I'm definitely. saying? Like, it was a mad time because that's why I big up my brother a lot because, and my neighbor as well. Cause my neighbor, my brother used to like do a bit of MC and then got his turntables. Went to my neighbours, yo, my neighbours like, yo, you need to listen to this tape. That was the Todd Edwards DJ EZ team. My brother dubbed it off, playing it in the yard all the time. And this music's making me think of all of these mad scenes. Next thing, my brother got a pair of turntables. When my brother's at work or at school, man like me is going home at lunch to have a little mix or try to. You know what I'm saying? My first, he got me my first job he hooked me up on Deptford High Street at the record store. Man used to spend all my peas on records. The first Deptford record I bought was Lindsay Moore's Love Bug by Ramsey and oh, Fenn. Love Bug. Yeah. It's a first. Yeah, and I said I bought hard. it for my brother from Independence Records when it was in Lewisham Centre. Legendary. Then, man discovered Soul Solis. Oh no, because man was like listening to Delight FM, Heartless yeah. Crew on, um, on radio as well. On, on a, was yeah. it Mission FM and they was on Freak FM or something else as well and it's like bruv that whole genre saved my life because it kept me it gave me a focus while other men were like you know doing the street thing running up in gangs and whether they were ghetto boys or whatever like doing a madness man like me was emceeing and it, it gave does, me so much fulfilment fam I feel like if you went growing up like if you was like the MC or like producer DJ Bro, you or have something. a passport to or go if anywhere. You, or if you were a youth that played football, do you know what I mean? Who mm. was known for playing football. Do you know why it kind of helped you? Because not saying people didn't run up on you, fam. Like it didn't stop, it didn't stop man from trying it. It didn't stop man from getting involved and stuff. But I know like in, in into stuff, but I know that I would have, there would have been a lot more things if if that wasn't there yeah, because there wouldn't have been a focus because right? like for instance i remember like being from being living in peckham and then going to deptford near where you lived fam like mm. but like years ago going to deptford and then making beats at midian like making beats and thing like when i was like 14 15 yeah. and there'd be utes like there'd be there's one you i was bredgens with who's from peeps estate but he was a safe guy and he was just like look like this is the ends I'm from but you're safe and you make sick beats yeah. do you know what I mean and we we bonded musically because Bro. we both spat bars I made beats so all the man them in the course in the summer course and they were from all over mm. but the ones who are from because Lewis the thing is what was fucked up about Lewis and Lewis was such like and a gr- good thing for you but it was so big so yeah. the fact is Peckham was just Peckham and some of Campbell <laughs> and some yeah. of Campbellwell do you know what I'm saying really yeah. and then and then Lewisham was very big so there was more things going on in Lewisham for young people and music things so I went there and there was all these people from different ends around Lewisham some people from outside mm. but they were all safe with man because they were like yo fam you're on this music thing. Yeah. You're on this beat thing. And certain other man, they were like, yeah, like he's not on this. So if I did get involved in stuff, like I'd get involved in stuff from like, I don't know, because a family member got started on and I yeah, had to back yeah, it or someone's yeah, family yeah. member. Or like I'd go to perform at something to spit with my crew and then another crew would start running their oh, mouths. Fam, Do you know bruv, what I mean? That used I to remember, happen. fam, 
it's like this is when I was rolling in cold bath with um I had a crew I started a crew called CDS uh at first it was like cold darted soldiers but I changed the meaning to create diverse styles yeah because it was more positive and that's what I was about so the crew was about the crew had to be about that as it's well like, it's like that uh Mo that Mo's bit where it's sort of like the singer the singer MC that like, all about the positivity yeah <laughs> because think about it man was in a man was in a crew of spitters yeah and who was in there fucking uh funks funk funks who, who is now flex uh mick grimton who is now mik uh jd yeah. and our dj was drips a man used to, man used to have some people used to have violent bars, but all my bars were rah. You're not doing that or whatever. So it used to count when we used to get into battles. Man used to counteract a lot of people because my bars are like, why are you lying? You're not doing this shit. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like a judo throw, bruv. Like, and I feel like using their force against yeah. them. Yeah, when man used to go to different ends to spit an MC, there was a period where there was a time when we went to Charlton, right, and we done this performance. I am not thinking anything of it, but then. We ended up getting chased onto the coach Bruh. to go home. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, I'm like, so, why? Why Why do you want to beef people? Bruh, I'm not that, talking to violence. That sounds so familiar, you know? bro. Like, I remember like, oh man, I remember like having to clash one you, bro. Mm. And it was sour between me and these guys, our boy guys and them guys. Since yeah, yeah. Then, fam. Because I remember, oh man. Then man, we were spitting a man, one brother from that went to our school, waste man, bruv. You know them guy that goes to our school and said, yeah, yeah, you left, like, you were the year above us, but we never rated you. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, them haters. Above. We never rated you though, bruv. You're, you're a side man, bruv. So we were spitting, I was going in, I had some next flow on this, like, it was a rap track actually, I was spitting, it's going in. Yeah. And I was getting in my zone, like, da 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 And then, and they were, and, and man's was like laughing. So then my brother, like my brother, like my brethren, like Ossa, he went up to man because he was in the year above me. So mm-hmm. and he, so we knew this guy. I said, I heard you, man, are laughing and that. Like, walk one. And he said, oh, bro, we'll murk any of you guys. Oh, look. What? And then, and then they were like, all right, fine. Like, yeah, we'll clash any of you. And it's like, we'll clash. Any-. Like my whole crew's like, yeah, we'll clash any of you. But I was the one that kind of ended up being pushed into the thing. Yeah, but yeah, these yeah. times I was like, fuck it, I'm going to rep this. Bro, I'm murked, man. I'm murked, man, so hard yeah. in a clash because like, it wasn't even on a beat. We were just spitting bars at acapella. Mm. Like, k- kind of how, like, yeah, and I just murked man fully. Bro. Yeah, and and man didn't... W- I tried to shake man's hand. Man didn't want to shake my hand. Oh. And it just... And every time he went down to this thing, ever since then, it got to a point where it was, it was outside and things were getting serious. Man were talking about, oh, they got knives, they got this, oh. they got that. So like, and these are t- things I remember I had a girlfriend at the time were like in that period of time, mm. like around like a bit after that. Yeah. And yeah. like, I remember when I was doing this thing seriously, my girlfriend wanted to come to stuff. My mum wanted to come to stuff because she knew that I was doing stuff and she was supportive, right? Mm. I was lucky about, but I was always like, no, don't come. Cause you never Don't know. come yeah, because yeah, I know yeah, certain yeah. man that might roll up and try and a that's thing. And bruv, fam. I remember I got fam, I got, Man got rushed, bruv. And f- the one thing I did say to my mum and my girl, oh yeah, you can come. Oh, bruv, because my, my bro was doing it. Like he was performing, he was organising it and there was other people involved. Lots of people they knew. And I was like, it was local, bruv. Mm. I came to it, yeah. And it was all my brethren from old, sc- old school times. 
brother came to it some guys that didn't like man mm. and we didn't really like them because they'd done some stuff to people I knew yeah, and yeah, we'd had yeah. run-ins with them bruv man got rushed bruv by in front of my mum and my girl bruv what the fuck I got rushed in front of my mum and my girl I walked into another room one of them they kind of walked past man and tried to barge man I was like what and I just turned around and these times I wasn't having it bruv yeah. like and they were all bigger than man mm. and then one of them tried to grab man like tried to push man and was getting hold back and then he was trying to push man and then he his hand went on my neck innit and then I was like alright fuck it I'm just grabbing this guy so I grabbed the guy I pushed him I pushed him onto a table and this was quite a big guy yeah, you know yeah, compared yeah. to man he was probably like six foot or something and I'm not trying to exaggerate to be cool because man got rushed in the end anyway yeah but, yeah yeah but like I pushed him onto this table I was like cool got him and then bro I just felt like I just felt like just these these bangs to my head like from you know where you can't see yeah you can't see you're just feeling these these hits and stuff bro and then man gets and then suddenly get get on the floor and people are just stamping on man and, oh, man. and then I get up and when I get up I'm just I'm just so furious mm. like f- seeing red people are trying to hold me back and it's funny because I think when you're that furious and people are trying to hold you back you you have some reserve strength like that you never tapped into yourself like, <laughs> get off me like, I swear ah, down bro, I swear down yeah super where are these man in it because bro, bro, where are these man I swear down bring them bring them to fight now that, that's the way it was <laughs> yeah. and, and bear in mind so I just got rushed in front of my mum and my girl and now I'm getting so vexed in front of my mum and my girl probably more than they've ever seen man yeah because yeah, yeah. at that time I was so I was just seeing red and um, and bruv one somebody that I wanted to manage me that uh, had come down and brought a guy f- it, fuck it it was like you know Dev from Radio 1 yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. they brought he brought she brought him down because she had these industry friends I'm gonna bring this guy from Radio 1 down mm. these times I was like 19, 20 and I was like yeah cool like you know that's sick and I was wondering where are they well for the whole night I said well I wonder when they're coming bruv as soon as I was, as I was infuriated, bruv, like I was trying to grab shit. I ended up smashing one thing. I was bleeding. I was just angry. I was yeah. like, oh my God, swear to swear. And then she came and was like, yo, you need to calm this guy down. I was like, oh fuck, that's her. And I saw the guy. I saw Dev as well. And obviously Dev left. And, you know, man was probably like, yo fam, I came all the way to South. Man's not about this thing. I'm famous. Like, <laughs> I don't wow. know, but you know what it was? It's like, I came to these random ends. Random like, ends before, to see one brother and he's just M's a wild was connected And he's just wilding. He's just and wild also youth. I had to wild out in front of some young people. Like, I say young people, like, man, them, they were only a couple years younger than me, but I've yeah. been assisting in the workshop that they were in. So oh. so I was technically their tu- assistant tutor and I brought them down. So I was like, yo, you man, come and do the thing. Do you know what I mean? Come and, come and spit at this thing. And them man are doing their thing now. Bruv, that just sounds like a crisis. I had, to, I had to be like, yo, you man, you need to get a cab back so I don't want you getting involved. And these men were backing it too. They were running to the thing you know but it was too late by the time everybody had noticed but I said I don't want you man from these ends to be involved in this so um, I was like get a cab we'll pay for it but bruv it was, it was one of the worst memories um, of my life I tell you what <laughs> the one one of the one and only times man's been rushed yo we was where was we he was on a on the top of Deptford right and I was like yo like man should walk the back streets this is a the moral of this story that I'm about to tell is always follow your fucking instincts yes yes man was like yo let's roll on the back streets you get me like because I'm I'm a man that don't 
do frontline. I'm always low in the cut. So yeah, I'm like, let's yeah. roll back streets to where we're going. It's quicker and you're off the main road. And then my brother's like, no, nah, man, let's go main road because like, the big girls on the main road. And I'm mm. like, nah, Dem man. Ones. Dem I'm ones. like, nah, fam. Like, it's 11. It's probably like nine or 10 at night, you know. And nine at 10 and I'm at like, night is later at night when you're in there. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. one summer, nine or 10 at night. And I'm like, yo, fam, like, you know, let's roll, really roll. No, 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 no. Let's roll the front. Let's roll the, on the high street, man. We might see a couple chicks. So a man like me not followed my instincts me and this brother is walking all of a sudden now i remember we're walking down the neck we're walking down a part of the high street where we could have turned right Mm -hmm. and still been on the back streets because we've seen like three or four cars just just zip past us Mm -hmm. and i've seen that and i'm like right that's a bit weird full up and full up a man them so carry on walking down got outside this was the old Deptford Job Centre when it used to be a, a job, job centre. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then my, someone's, the one I come, someone's gone, yo, yo, you got a cigarette? And I'm oh. like, nah, man ain't got nothing. Man, Them see lines. you coming over the road. Them lines. Man's gone. Man, see you coming over the road. I'm going, bruv, I ain't got no cigarette. And then he's coming closer. All of a sudden, I don't know where bear these man come from. Fam, I've heard my friend go, duck. He's breezed out, fam. Oh, no. But man has ducked. Like, when I say ducked out, man has gone. Man this is supposed to be to- my man nigga. Man hasn't even told you fam. run. Man hasn't Listen, even said, yo, you I need to use, get out. I don't, when I lose my inhibitions, I start using the N-word and when I'm referring to old school shit, but this was my nigga. Man, like, nigga. Ride or die. This was supposed yeah. to be my nigga. So man's day. ducked out and I thought, let me try and run. But by that time, man can't. So man's threw a punch, hit one of them. Then, like you, man's feeling bare in his fists out of nowhere, yeah. fam. Right. So I hold one of them, pull him to the side, boxing a few. But then, fam, bruv, man, man just ended up on the, the ground. Yeah. Man ended up on the, I was swinging out of it. Don't ever get it twisted. Man ended up on the ground. Man got stomped out. And then I remember just getting up. I got up. No, I was on the ground for about a second, right? And they had all breezed out. And then I remember some people coming up to me, are you all right? I got up, I just went, I just brushed my shoulders off and just went back to my estate. Yeah, you, right? just, you just get up and, and do I your thing. And I to my brother, my brother and all of these friends and whatever. And I was like, rah, like man just got stomped out. And my nigga was, I don't know where he had gone fam. But then all of a sudden, man's come on the block and one of my brother's friends is like, yeah, we should rush him, you know? How you running off and leaving, man? Because they know me, but they yeah. don't really yeah, know, know him. They boy. know him through me. Yeah, but like. I'm thinking, that's my nigga. And man didn't even come back and look for me, fam. Oh, man. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? So then man's resurfaced. Man's gone to my bread yard and I swear, man never used to get migraines up until that point. Man oh, used to feel throbbing for a while. So, when you get rushed so hard, like, you get a migraine. Bruv, it's pee. Having to take paracetamol and ibuprofen. But the thing is, I put it down to, right, man used to see one thing from West, yeah? And she must have gave me, you know, like, 
this is when Avrex was popping it. What? She gave me a long sleeve t shirt. She gifted it to me for like Valentine's was or something. Avrex long sleeve t shirt. And that's what I got rushed in from that day, my nigga. I did not rock that top. What colour was the Avrex? It was it was no, it was a white long sleeve oh, t shirt. E- even worse. Bro. It was white. Bro, when I got rushed as well, I was wearing light clothes. Nigga. Like I was wearing this kind of I was wearing this like Bruv. I yeah, swear, I was from... wearing like these, these, these like canvas, these like when canvas kind of shoes, like kind of the vans. Yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. I was wearing these like mint kind of color Air Force Ones, bruv. high tops that were white as well. Like from Those that day, never came out. Bruv, I swear from that day that changed, man. Something inside me changed because my niggas were no longer kind of my niggas. Because I'm thinking, rah, how are you running away and? From where you said you was, you never even come back and see if man was all okay, yeah. fam. I mean, that's... Like, if you look behind you and you don't see me behind you, fam, you know what I'm saying? And for years, I remember for years after that, nothing was the same with him or any of my other friends, fam. I was just like, nah, you know what? Man's dot. I haven't really got man them that will back me in that sense. And that's why I'm not surprised of, like movements or whatever when I see them because I'm like certain things have been booky from day I mean that's that's like it's peak fam that's, I think that's like a, the hard thing I mean how, how old were you then I was like 16, 17 I okay, was 17 so by, or probably so, 17, so 18 by that fam. time you should probably like know who your brethren's are like because for instance like when it happened to me I was like late teens I was either 19 or 20 mm. I was probably like 19 and the thing is, like, we, I knew though by that time, like my friend, me and my friends had been through enough stuff that I knew that they were ride or die. Yeah. Like, and we'd been to enough parties. And the thing is, what had happened, right, is that stuff had happened to all of my friends one by one, like things when I wasn't there mm. and stuff. So I remember having my first date with like my, with my first girlfriend. Yeah. Like proper girl, like proper girlfriend, like, and when I got back, fam. And it was a great day. When I got back, fam, my brethren's had hollered. And I hollered at them, bruv. They got rushed at one party, bruv. You know? And then I remember one of my boys, like, things had happened. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, every man had got rushed or worse. Yeah, You know, got threatened or something or or stabbed or some shit like that, right? Like, you just heard about things happening, you know? Whether it's your close boys or people you used to be boys with Mm. or whatever. And, And I remember thinking, shit, bullshit has happened to me. You know, like, man had been robbed, man had done this, that, and the other. But at that time, at that stage where we were in our late teens and that, like, nothing had really happened to man like that. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it had been yeah. things where th- things had almost happened to man or this, that, and the other. But I was like, okay, nothing. And I kind of knew. I was like, yeah, my time's coming up. But fam- My time's going to come up soon. And it did. Like, I just knew because mm. all the situations man had walked into and lucky enough to walk out of. Like, there was some situations, bruv, where I walked in and I was like, boy, like, I walked in with no fear because I was kind of didn't give a fuck. That's yeah, why, like, it was yeah. a two-pack song, nothing to lose. Like, I just had to back it. But there was some situation I walked into. I was like, well, I was prepared to die then. Like, I didn't... I'm glad... I'm surprised I walked out of that yeah. without being shanked. Like, do you know what I but mean? That's like, the thing. fam, man wasn't a bad youth, bruv. I was never a bad youth. Fam. Neither was I. I was but always, the ends, the ends get you. The ends get you. But I always said this, fam. I was never a 
bad you like nope. even if I would say to my friends fam we were like oh that brother screw me you know I'm like what you're really gonna go on this team yeah, for long. someone looking at you it's, mad that's long and I would say to them get it. don't ever expect me to jump in at anything if you get in if there's no direct issue. It's just a man yeah. looking at you. When man used to say, oh, this brother's looking at you. Anyone that looked at me weird, I would smile at them or say, Wagwan. Like on yeah. a thing of, how are you, bro? You know what I'm saying? I was never a bad youth fam. So when that happened to me, I was like, fucking hell. I wanted to go back streets on a low key fam. Yeah. You wanted to go front line. Yeah. But you're ducking out and not even looking back. Bruv, yeah. I swear down for years. Bruv, that, I think that changed me. Mm-hmm. Because I I I I realise that certain times when people say yeah they your boy and rare 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 or they act a certain way or put on a certain facade it's not that fam yeah. I remember one you know t- what I'm saying I remember one time one guy like punched man on roads like, mm. he was trying to gauge man and he punched man and I remember I was kind of a bit shook because he was like bigger than me he looked older than me and shit and there was like and I remember going home. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. So funny, I'm just saying, telling this on this podcast, but a man no, feels confident. I'm open, man. But open. Like, I talked about it I went, rushed. I went home. It. I went home and I looked in the mirror. And I looked in the mirror. I just looked at my eyes. I looked at my face. Mm. And, I, and I said to myself, this feeling may be the worst feeling I've yeah. ever had. Like, and I'd been through... I'd got, I'd been picked on. I'd had stuff and this, that gone mm. before. And I thought I was past this, you know? And I was like, I never want to have this feeling again. And in my head, in my heart, and I'm not trying to influence anybody. I'm just saying, this is where, it this is where, this is where I was. And I said, I thought to myself, I would rather risk my life. Yeah. Than have this feeling again. I would rather have feel physical pain, mm. you know, get involved in shit and be and be very hurt physically, than have to feel like this. So much shame and hurt inside me, like I'd been taken advantage of. And I remember that just that just changed me. Yeah. Like I remember that changed me and that shaped the rest of my teens. That was at like mid-teens and that shaped me for the rest of my teens. And I remember like not long after that, one new chair roll up on me. And he was like, just started asking man questions and that. And I just looked, I stopped and looked at him and said, yo fam, are you trying to gauge me or something? What are yeah. you trying to do? Are you trying to move to me? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he was like, it was like, it was like, no man, just making conversation. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right then, innit? I just, man needs to know that. Yeah. And these times I was just like, no, like I just, it was like, I just moved on. And we had a pleasant conversation yeah. funnily enough, but I was like, my G, look in my eyes. Like, um, I am not about this thing bruv, anymore. Like, like... I remember, right? Man was on my... on In my bits. And then some youths come in, right? And I was yeah. with this same brother, my nigga. You yeah. get me? This was years yeah. before the rushing thing. And man was like, yo. So these brothers come in and we're chilling. Remember, this is the days where man used to spit bars and put it on cassette tape. So I've, I've bruv, got a cassette yep, tape in my pocket, fam. Those days bruv, fun. The bread has tried to gauge me, bruv. What? I don't know where my bread, my brethren's gone, fam. But then one of my neighbours come out. He was an older guy, anti, anti Dwayne, fam. Dwayne Phillips, big up to your chest at this point. He come out, bruv. He chased them off, fam. But then when I've looked over and I'm like, raw, where, where are you, fam? My, my brethren, I don't know where he's gone, fam. 
But it, it, the, the, they took out the cassette tape of my pocket. They was like, "What's this? This who you got?" This me, yeah. It's my. It's got. It's a tape I've just but recorded. You know what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, and I, was, I remember like I, I, I put that aside. and I was like, cool and whatever. But anytime anyone tried to chuck any beef at me, I would kind of just, just brush it off, deflect it. Like, yo, like what's your problem like and try to talk to them yeah you know what I'm saying and I think the fact that I was so calm used to even enrage people because I wasn't giving into that energy because like I said fam I weren't about you and I weren't about fights and whatever because the thing about fighting people and getting into beef is that if you you can fight someone but it doesn't go away. Every time you no, see them, it's going to be a madness. A, so it's either you kill someone and it goes away. I've always had that mentality. How extreme it was. You, yeah. But that's why I didn't ever get into what, anything. I never had any bad problems with nobody. That's fam. like me when I got rushed, yeah? Like, I was like, oh, man, I should I should do something about this. Yeah. But what happened is I'm like, I was just like, because I'm kind of a there and then person and this mm. is how I see it today. If someone, if we're at a thing or I'm with somebody and people come and run it to them and try it with them, yeah. I will defend them and myself right then and there and mm. give everything to do that. Whether I win or lose, I'll give everything to do that. If it's a thing where man has to, man's making plans to do something to them a week later and stuff, that's, that, that is a long thing. That's I'm criminal not, enterprise. I'm not about man. that. Like, that's long. Yeah, if it's there nuts. and then, it's self-defense and I'm fighting for my people's well-being. But like, but like, I think that's what happened to me. I was like, well, if they try it on me again, like, mm. if I see them again and they try it, I will have to reevaluate. Yeah, of course. And I seen them again and they didn't say shit. So I was like, all right, cool. And it, and it still hurt, man. Mm. But I knew I did everything I could and I knew that I'm not trying to plan something in long in advance. Because at that time, I was like, yo, fam, I'm working with young people now. Like, I'm doing... Yeah, you're, I'm doing you're this, on an upward like, trajectory. I was like on a crossroads. I think that was like a crossroads yeah. of go do this end stuff and get involved in like maybe the most serious beef that maybe you might have been involved with mm. so far and actually really going in with this. Yeah. Or like just leaving it I'm doing your thing and that doesn't mean you're you're a coward or nothing that just means you see the 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 like priority but I just wanted to say um before because I guess we're kind of I don't know probably getting to the end of it sometime soon right um it's funny we didn't even talk about that many songs but anyway did, but this is a real combo we're, just, we're, I, we're, we're, we're having a real exchange from just true. continue but I just, I just want to say though in, in response to what you were saying mm. which I feel like you're right to feel that way do you know what I mean about what your boys did but also I just want to I just want to address the fact that I think in hindsight and I'm not saying how, how telling you how you should feel but I think in hindsight you have to kind of like me personally I would have to forgive them the same way bruv I'm so hard on myself for stuff that I let yeah. happen to me and times when I acted cowardly yeah like for so for instance man might have been 13 or 14 mm. and I feel like I acted cowardly because I didn't go ham enough when somebody was putting me in a very threatening situation yeah. and saying oh yeah we're going to drop you off in front of those guys and they're going to rush you you think you're bad yeah we're going to do that now that's fucked that, man this happened to me from friends I had do you know wow. what I mean they said what well, you think you're bad we're going to drop you off in front of this gang and this that and the other and they did it all as a joke yeah, but it was it was fucked. And I felt like I felt bad to myself that I took that. Yeah. Oh, I felt bad that, you know, maybe when I was 11 or something mm. or like 11 years old or like 12 years old, like a you came that I knew. He came to me with another brother 
on on my doorstep and put a knife to man and that. What? And this is, bruv, man's been through some shit. Like, but this is, so I would I would like hate myself for the oh, fact for, that for the fact I had to go wasn't... through that when I'm like I should have been rago from time. But then when I thought about it, I said, look, I didn't have any older brother. Yeah, my, my dad, my learn. dad wasn't like about in the ends. Yeah. Man was living in West End and that. Man wasn't in the bits. Mm. Teach a man that shit. You know, I had to find out for myself and my mum wasn't from ends yeah. so she was like from a village outside of Newcastle you know an incredible mother but mm. I'm not expecting her to teach me that shit yeah. so I had to learn it took me longer to learn and when I did learn I had but so but what the reason I, I bring this up is because we are in situations and your brethren was in a situation too but obviously showed more fear than you did and he should have backed you you're right mm. but, but regardless how you think about it we are still in these situations where as teenagers, bro, like yeah. if we watched the if we watched a program about like white teenagers in America, they just be thinking about the prom. Precisely. And you and you see the bullies there. The yeah. bullies there are like wastemans. Like if they got dropped in the ends in those situations, they wouldn't yeah. know what to do. They wouldn't. So so these are fil- films where people are driving to school with shit. And so what what I mean is that these are not natural and not events that young that teenagers and Should people developing through. need to be going through so if that guy's running he shouldn't have ran but at the same time man is a young dude who's put in these hostile situations but so then, so like and the same with me being in hostile situations when I was very young yeah and I'm like so bullying myself and being like well actually to be honest bro like when I think about it it's like man I was 12 years old yeah and I, I'm, I'm having like I'm getting death threats it's like mad. I'm 15 year old, 15 years old, Bro. and man are saying, "Yo, we're gonna get man to shoot you." Like that's, that's not no, that's not normal. That's not normal. So even when somebody said, "I'm gonna get you shot," and I was like, "Yeah, whatever, do it in it." Like, mm. bro, if I if I shriveled up and said, "Oh, don't do that," that would be a that would be a natural like that wouldn't be a bad response either because I had to be like, "Yo, fuck it in it, do what you're doing." Yeah, because that was what the ends had made me become like. Of course, but, but if somebody quiver i was like no don't do it that would be a natural response as well because yeah. that's not normal bruv i remember like i don't know how i got into most of the the situations i think it was just through association but like i keep saying i was never i never attracted trouble i never expected to attract trouble people that i was around were probably into things or you know used to walk around with a bop or all, all that yeah, bad man thing and man those. like me wasn't on it like i wasn't on that fam and it's like i forget obviously i forgave my boy i was like i didn't think anything of it but i was still hurt on a thing of raw like when i deeped i was like raw man never came back and looked for me at the time okay you know what i'm saying and it's like I went through it and I was like, you know what? I guess this is just life. No one should have to go through getting rushed no. when they're walking home no. or fucking going to a party norm- not knowing. Norm- you get normalised. Yeah, you, you normalised to the violence. Mm-hmm. When I speak to people, big man my age, white guys, middle class, who's never grown up in the ends, they don't understand, like, the shit. Why, why man... Like yeah. we can walk into the yeah, same room. Talk, we talk. can walk into the same room. They don't see or notice half the shit. Man would have to read that room. 
Like, and that's left over from growing up. You have to read your environment, yep. see yep. who's Survival. safe. You know, you got to learn how to read people, body language, all of that shit. Pick up on vocal tones to see if they have the best intentions for you that's, or not. That's why I it's never really up, That's fam. why I never really got fully like into like drugs and that. Fam. Yeah, I remember, I'm never. I remember going to Shubs and being like, I'm being like, okay, anything could happen right now. Like as much as I'm here to have fun, yeah. I'll drink a couple drinks. But like, really, like anything could happen. I need to be fully in control. Of course. So when I see like some uh, some people I know, some of like my kind of more like white middle, some white middle class friends or whatever people I know that like maybe don't come from the ends yeah. and whatnot, and and they get kind of mashed and stuff, and they can't really look after themselves. Mm. They get to a, a place where they can't look after themselves physically. I'm like, hmm. And that just puts me off because I'm like, I can never be, and maybe that's just from conditioning and stuff, but I never want to be in a place because as much as I'm a grown man, bro, like stuff still happens to man. Yeah. Like when I'm, when I'm, even when I'm DJing, bro, like, like that thing that happened that we touched upon and, and other things too. Like I've had to put hands on man when I've been DJing because man, I've just targeted man. Yeah. So, so it's like a thing where it's like, I can never, it's like annoying because I always have to be conscious to a degree mm. because anybody can jump at me and I feel like in life I've had kind of the type I don't know if it's my face or whatever like to do with my height or whatever like but people will go at me yeah and and I get it like people will go at me so it's like I can't I can't always just chill the fuck out and get like I can't get I don't want to get mashed to, I don't I can't control myself yeah plus because I have to be wary and also when I look at it right when I was growing up I used to have, I'd say, I didn't have role models in that respect. I used to look on people and think, I'm not going to be like that. Man used to have, there was olders on the block and whatever, mm-hmm. right? And they had either been to jail. for it. They used to come around, drive the flyest cars, have the 110s, the polo rugby tops, the Jeez. Armani jeans. Like, they were mad flying in yeah. the 90s and whatever. With have the, everything. The, the stonies. And yeah, that. the snapbacks, all of that shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man were going to jail. Some man were on drugs, smoking yeah. crack, fucking alcohol out. Them things there. Man had those people. And I was looking at them like... Right, all right, but you got that, but you're doing that, but that fast life, that fast life leads you to jail, or you're on drugs, or you're taking, you're you're like doing bare shit. So when I'm moving in circles, when I'm much older with different people, and they're taking coke or they're popping pills or they're doing ket or whatever, I'm looking at them and like, right, like you're actually doing this thing because I only know coke as you're a crackhead or you're on crack. Like, <laughs> I remember, like, go, and, and the, I'm not throwing Coke no... the deadest drug. And I'm not, I'm not throwing no shade at my brethren, right? My brethren, right? She was, we and I was having a conversation about drugs around time and she was like, yeah, Khalid, I've done everything, you know, um, heroin, crack. Whoa. Like, crack was a really low point, but, but then <laughs> she say. was in, she was out in Harrow. So, to her, where she grew up, that was just normal thing to do. She just tried it once and done. Yeah. But where I'm from, how I grew up, like the my dad was a Rasta. So he was always smoking weed, but for meditational purposes, because that's what Rastas yeah, I mean, do. Weed's different. Weed's just normal. Weed's, weed was weed, normal to weed, me, fam. Weed is weed, and bro. this was before the days of when skunk came in. So weed was just normal yeah, to weed man. Was just a natural and thing. I've only known to 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 I've only indulged like Weed, I wouldn't even call a drug, fam. That's a fucking herb. 
You get yeah, me? Bro. And it's like weeds as natural as alcohol, and it's like, if not more. I would. I've never touched anything else because to me. All that chemical shit, it's not good. And all I've grown up seeing is fucking crackheads on the high street or mm-hmm. crackheads people have sold shit to or skagheads uh, or uh, alcoholics. Uh, Alcohol is the biggest thing that's decimating everyone. Like, years ago, man started seeing people I grew up with turn to alcoholics and druggies and shit, fam. Bro, it's, it's real. It's peak. I, I can see how you can slip into that because there's certain days where I have days where I've just, like, I've touched on... But like I just be in my room and I just don't want to chat to the world, mm. so, and I just like watch cartoons and just drink and get delivery, which I can't really afford. Yeah. But like, and I think if I was an alcoholic, this would me be me every day. This mm. is me like on a downward, on just having a couple days where I'm just down, and that's it. Like I allow myself for that because this is just my life. This is yeah. Life. But fam, when but you like, when you feel your let me yeah, put a footnote on. in when you feel like you're on a downward. A trajectory or something or you're having one of those days holler at man fam no I will do the like thing, just just, just holler at man I appreciate that I mean the you thing know is, what I'm saying the thing you is, don't man, have to go through that's shit why, alone that's fam. why, you're, holler my, at that's me, why fam. you're my boy but sometimes you know you what know it is what sometimes saying. sometimes like man just has time alone because I'm quite a private person anyway yeah, so sometimes I just take time alone and the thing is like with me I always know that it's like I'm just going to take two days and not mm. really interact with the world and I'm going to go out into the world and be that guy that everybody knows me for do you know what I mean and be that be that guy and I'm gonna be and I'm more honest about what I'm going through now I'm more honest yeah but yeah. I'm like but you know and and that's it but what I'm but the thing is I have a lot of stuff to live for yeah and 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 you know I get I get vibes from making music I get vibes from working out and stuff like that I'm being around fun people so I'll never like that's not gonna be my life but what I can see though but it did give me a, a bit of an insight because I'll be like this would be like when people like become alcoholics or people become really into drugs they just turn this into their life yeah they just they, they just i don't want to they do too much of that i'm thing. done with the world like uh, it's not even a re- like i'll be a recluse for a bit but they are like i'm detaching myself away because i can't social i can't bear i can't bear this pain i can't just bear the yeah. world right now do you know what i'm saying so yeah like like that's kind of that's kind of what what I what I realized what I kind of real realized with that man and and like the thing is like I know like addiction is a real thing and I've seen it too mm. do you know what I mean I've seen it too I've seen what it does to people and stuff like that and I've found I've even seen what skunk did to people when yeah, I was growing course, up fam. like that's the thing so it's like you know whether you smoke a little bit drink a little bit man seen what it does I remember like one brother like sold his bike like yeah. just to buy drugs and I'm like you're buying for skunk you know and like man man getting into bare stupid financial situations when they're teenagers smoke, with man. no money and just to smoke just to smoke drugs bruv and it was it was just like man I can't I can't be like that <laughs> yeah because <laughs> no, there's, there's this dependency I remember people when man used to MC and DJ at the parties I remember there used to be man them that used to be chug, tugging down spliffs I've seen some of the same characters and I never really knew them like to have big conversations with them but man used to see them at every little function but now man it's like kind of like man lost his head I didn't know whether man was on the drugs but I heard that man just went through a psychotic episode fam. yeah right and it was peak for man I don't know whether it was the the, the, the drugs I don't know whether man was shouldering a lot of stuff that, he, that they never used to speak about but on the back of like 
dependency and addictions, I, out of my peoples and whatever, I used to smoke the least. So I could roll up me, a spliff. Me, me too, I yeah. could roll up a spliff. I'd smoke it. a lot sometimes, so it was peer pressure yeah. most of the time. I used to roll up a spliff, tug it, put it down or pass it around. Yeah, and there were times where... And hope that, yeah, them yeah, might have it. There was a period <laughs> where I stopped, like, puff, puff, pass it. I would just roll up my spliff and just smoke my own things. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But then, when you're in an environment where no one's got weed and you're doing that, there were certain times I used to be like, I'm not very observant, so I was like, all right, let me tug this and put this in the ashtray. And you'll find that people would just chat, rabbit it on about everything. Then you pass them something and they're cool. And that's a form of addiction because some people get ratty when they don't have a spliff. And I used to see a lot of my boys getting ratty. Bro, I, I remember people used to get, when I was hanging out with people, they would get bad when they did smoke. Mm. So it's like, I remember going up to see my cousins like out of London yeah. and smoking with them and thinking like, this is good, you know? Like, this is how smoking should be because mm. it was they were just smoking weed. Do you know what I mean? Or hash. Yeah. And then I'd go back to London, brother, and I'd smoke the stuff there. Number one, it would be bare strong. I couldn't really handle it these times at that age. And also, fam, I remember one person, one of my friends described the person we used to roll with and said, yo, brother, when he smokes, it's like the devil comes out <laughs> of him, brother. And, bruv, it was true because the amount of horrible situations I'd been in. Yeah. Some involving me being the butt of the stuff. Yeah. You know, and some involving, like, other people. And I don't know what was worse, having me part of it or seeing other people go through it. Yeah, yeah. Some of the bullying and people being picked on and just awful things, awful conversations Mm. I was part of and seeing people get treated so badly because people were really nice and when they started smoking that, like the skunk stuff. And I'm not trying to say this as like preaching against people that do drugs. Do what you're doing, live your life. But it's like, it changed. I, in my experience, I saw it change, man, so much, bruv. And you that gotta, I stopped, I stopped hanging out with people. Yeah. And you got to know what you're doing, fam, because remember them things there, you know, it affects the, um, it affects your brain and probably opens up portals. A man's brain was still developing. Yeah, too. and it opens up portals of thought and whatever. And if you're not stimulating or in the right environment, yeah, you're gonna be fucked. If you're I- in a negative environment with people talking negative, negative. Like yeah. I remember bunning a zoo and listening to D Double and just getting up and doing a mad thing, like singing along and getting gassed. But That's fine, remember, though. no, no, but it's not. Because the right. music is full of pure rage. And if you break down the lyrics, the lyrics are violent and shit like that. But then try burning the zoo and listening to Jamiroquai, jazz or classical or, or reggae, like actual roots reggae. You're going to have a different experience. It purely depends on the environment you're in because it's meditational. Well, me, for me, I don't like, I'll, if I'm smoking, I'll just do it around anything. You know what I mean? Like in terms of like, I could be listening to whatever music. I'll just listen to any music I like or watch anything I like. It's more in terms of the environment I've made. So if it's like an environment where I'm just on my own and this, yeah, is, a nice, yeah. this is nice and chill, the lighting's good mm. and shit. I'm playing some sick music. So like when I was listening to Wretch's album, I was just like, boom. Mm. Thing. I was dancing around my room, fam. I was in the Yeah, zone. you was in your vibe, in, fam. In the, and it's the same when I'm around people. Like it's like, I want it 
it's more about the environment I'm in yeah. and the people I'm around. If I don't feel at ease in the environment, at ease with the people, mm. then I'm not fucking with that. You're because not gonna have I a good can't eye. be in a situation where I can be any way vulnerable. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I'm not yes. gonna do that. So it's very much, and I'd say this about anybody who's doing a thing that involves some kind of trust. Because if you're doing a thing where you're exposing yourself, whether that's like, drugs whether that's that sex whether whatever it is mm. you gotta feel like anything where you feel a bit exposed like you're you're showing yourself you know even like this podcast for instance i'm telling you stuff i wouldn't be able to say certain things if it was with somebody i felt less comfortable yeah, with yeah yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying there. do you know what i'm saying so you just gotta be in the right environment and feel comfortable and have trust in the people that are mm. around you so and, and you know if i have youths and that that's what i would tell them i'll say look i know how things go do you know what I mean? I know how things go on. I'm not going to act like I've never got in any situations. Yeah. But you just need to know how to operate, how to be around and what, you know, and if you don't feel comfortable with the people you're around or the environment, and man's been in some fucked up environments and situations because man hasn't been comfortable with the people I'm around. Yes. The environment's been dodged and fucked up things have happened because of that. Yeah, because then peop- the people that you're around don't have the best intentions yeah, yeah, yeah. for you. Exactly. If they had your best interests at heart, they wouldn't be trying a thing or anything like that. You know what you're I'm right. saying? And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all when about. I used to smoke, when I used to smoke on my own, I tended to, I used to a zoot while watching the Fade to Black documentary, right? I, I probably watched that documentary 150 to 200 times okay. or backstage, the yeah, backstage yeah. tour documentary and that for me was aspirational I used to picture myself you know making music or you know yeah making music and being in that state of mind where man's on tour and whatever whatever yeah. like I would project or even sometimes mix tunes and whatever or listen to mixes there's times I've got freestyle cassette tapes of when I've played a tune I'm lean and I'm just rapping and it's going yeah. over my bars you know what I'm saying so it's just depending on holding a mess but I ain't smoked for years probably when I went Amsterdam but yeah oh yeah yeah. ain't really ain't really but even when I was out there I wasn't really bunning too tough because I hadn't smoked in such a such a long time yeah see I want to go straight into the deep end Um, so to my brother (laughs) just text me a tune on the album I was listening to he was lamenting about someone recommending a verse but it was a shit verse because his brother didn't really know his rap yeah but yeah yeah anyway also i want to big up my brother he called me up today and gave me a very good kind of motivational chat Mm. and spoke to me a lot and 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 i want to big up his girlfriend partner his partner pretty much in the family sarah because she sent a very lovely text about all the good things we are doing in pull up and and why we you know, we can't let this stop us and we won't let it stop us, but it's can't good stop, to hear. Won't stop. But we want to, I think we sh- maybe we should wrap it up now. Yeah. But I just want to, I just want to, obviously this one's a bit longer, but we really had to talk about certain things. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? And, uh, but I just wanted to say what's good thing about when you're facing adversity is how many people come to your aid yeah how many people come out of the woodwork and just come you know appear and say yo fam i got your back i got your back people from all walks of life and as much as some of the stuff we're talking about and 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 people 
in terms of people I've seen from, you know, my black brothers and sisters, but also like my friends, my some of my white friends that are just being good, great allies. You know what I mean? And it just mm. made me realize, I was speaking to my bro that look, you know, you're an ally or you're part of the problem. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, I've kind of been able to see that. I'm like, I'm lucky because I have my, die hard like brothers and sisters but also I have great allies that are just trying to support this thing and they're like yo I don't know yeah. what it's like but I can imagine yeah, and, and if there's anything I can do let man know and, and at the and end of the day that's great it's about positive versus the negative mm-hmm. and you know we can all we can all combine for a greater good in positivity Yeah, and even when um your friends were messaging me and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I said to you this evening, like, you got some good friends, man. Mm-hmm, I'm lucky. You, you, trust me. They're great and it, people. It, and I find that it doesn't even matter what where you come from or what you do. As long as we're all aligned on a good cause, we can make a change. Yes. You I know what I'm saying? I don't want to I don't want to sound like free the worldish. We are but the world. Fam, it's all about we that good vibration and good energy. <laughs> when you've got Remember I posted that video about 7.6 billion people in the world, fam? Man ain't worrying about the people that no. don't want to fucking support because they don't, they feel they don't need to pay ticket fees. Like, fuck that shit, fam. If you support the movement, the movement will support you. Yeah. And that's what we're about. So it doesn't matter where you're from, how long I've known you, where, where, what, whatever you like or get into. If you're yeah. doing something positive, Agree. let's all combine and do something for the greater good and that's what pull-ups about we're that's for everyone about. like come as you are be yourself that's oh, what we yeah. represent because i am comfortable with myself and i love being myself and i love being in a place yeah. where i'm fucking comfortable to talk about things and be me and Should comrades say. the same I'm and that's why we gel yeah i'm comfortable myself with myself most days so yeah. understand <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking comfortable i am nice so right. it's like I don't want to be around people that I feel that I have to switch up or I detect, I detect a weird vibe. So forget if that. You ain't, if you ain't trying to, if you ain't trying good to like... Good vibes only. Yeah, good vibes only in other things. So um, just want to make one more big up um, for a group I'm part of called um, called EBG. EBG? I'm not even going to say what it stands for, but like you guys know, you guys know Full, full big up to you guys because mm-hmm. these guys really helped man out when I was when when man first was going through this thing. I want to big up Cassie as well. I want to big up L who who reached out and just like you know just all 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 the people them you know like that are really we like the mo the thing that the thing that we have like today I was kind of like thinking oh I'm living in a kind of dead out place you know man's you know I'm not gonna make as much money this month because I'm not doing this event yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. doing this but I was like fam man has sick the sickest people the best people in my life there's best friends that and sick people that are just supporting man and you can't buy that you can't buy like, that you can't buy, there's some people that might be technically look like they're more successful mm. but then you go to their things there's no love yeah. there's no love bruv like so so we have that love bruv and we got that respect and and we and it's because we give it and and what does come what goes around does come around because we give out a lot of love and respect of and course. although we get negativity the love and respect is way greater it outweighs so it just want to send you a big 
a tremendous high five hugs all of them things yes um full respect and thank you for listening to this this was quite a deep one because we just gone through some stuff yeah. but we will power on and we got some guests coming through done know the team come. i'm not gonna say their names yet but like understand though it's gonna be fun and we're gonna be back on our geeky shit as well we're gonna be chatting to some certified fun and inspirational yes. guests soon come people doing their thing so um you yeah know. respect man Safe. and on the on the notes of shout outs big up um one of my favorite bloggers and writers like i really looked up to this uh writer because i lost um i lost a lot of shit on my website yeah on where is ko.com i lost it because i played with the file directories oh damn and i lost a lot of final drafts because i'm compi- i wanted to compile a book called yeah. dear reader yeah right and i lost a lot of stuff so shouts to uh the obnoxious owl aka tammy c ba- tammy ba- croucher ba- and yeah thank you for you know for aligning with my pain and you know just just acknowledging the fact that i lost stuff but yeah i've i've got i've got some of the stuff back now so expect a lot more sharing of my written pieces on where is ko.com and expect more reviews on up in the air.com Bang, you know, bang, bang. and that's what it's about. I'm gonna try and get on my writing thing fully, fully, fully because I've been really slacking with it. Not even slacking, but a lot of other things. Man, have you've taken, been balancing. Taken you've been balancing I haven't been balancing it well, man. Yeah, but bro, come on, you can't be always fully consistent. You've been working I hard. Know, I know. Cut yourself some slack, brother. Cut you yourself some slack. Thank you. Fam. Eat one of Chelsea's cookies. Done. No. You know, Big up Chelsea. What some stuff. Big always, up Chelsea. Always also, getting them pep talks. Quickly, I also wanna wanna big up my mum. She's been bare supportive Anti- in that. Stella. Been been great. Stella Barnes. Also, man, uh, man wants to big up my granny because I'm gonna stay there tonight. Big Thank up you. grandma. Otherwise, I'd have to go all the way to Sydenham. Jeez. Kind of long. Probably gonna be here for ages. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, just 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 big up everybody. And um, should we call that? Yeah, Should let's let's one? wrap that up, man. That was a special one. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, like think about it. We was going through. We was talking about and sharing. We were traumatic just going to touch on certain things. But I guess it went somewhere else. But I I, I like it's it. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's always like beautiful. It. Cool, Pull up cool. that fan podcast. Oh, no. <laughs>